a new york balloon ascension by charles f durant this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org a new york balloon ascension being an open letter by mr charles f durant published in the journal of commerce and dated may 31st 1833 communicated by mr charles never holmes of newton massachusetts the high wind which prevailed at my departure from castle garden wednesday evening prevented me from taking the instruments of which i promised to furnish you notes the weather was very doubtful in the morning my barometer had fallen in twelve hours from twenty nine point five two to twenty nine point four one six though the day previous i had shifted its position and thought it probable that the alteration might be caused from haste or inattention in setting the nonus before the mercury was perfectly tranquil my doubts increased at eleven o'clock when dr chilton told me his barometer on tuesday six p m stood at thirty point one and wednesday six a m at thirty point four and while conversing with him at eleven a m it had fallen to thirty at one p m mine stood at twenty nine point four dr chilton's remained thirty and mr charles pool's at twenty nine point four yet from the appearance of the atmosphere there was a probability of very little wind though no indication of fine weather and judging from the twenty preceding days i had little cause to anticipate more favourable weather at any definite time to which i might postpone the ascension the gates were thrown open and i commenced the inflation of the balloon at two o'clock between three and four the mist became more dense and the wind increased from the south-south-east with strong indication of rain at this time a large company had collected and the inflation proceeded to the state in which i never will postpone it if i can get the balloon out of the garden at five i finished attaching the car and the balloon two-thirds filled was buoying the whole weight which i intended it to carry it is in this situation that i usually suspend my philosophical instruments and it is likewise in this position that the balloon is in most danger of bursting from the force of the wind curling over the wall a circumstance that occurred at my second ascension and but for great exertions and prompt assistance would have proved fatal to the enterprise fearing the same accident on this occasion i gave myself only time sufficient to move the balloon to the southeast corner of the garden which i had selected for a starting point i then ordered the two cords to be cut which had served to steady the top of the balloon the wind now bore with great force causing a half turn in the net and cords which gave it a tangled appearance and i judged twelve chances per minute of causing a rupture therefore to ensure the ascension i cut the only remaining cord which unmoored the balloon and it rose in beautiful style with an ascensional power of seventy pounds making a north-northwest course though rising with such rapidity as to form an angle of nearly eighty degrees with the earth at ten minutes past five i reached the summit of the clouds which had obscured the sun-rays so long from the earth i had been absent now only six minutes and having left my instruments i judged the then attained altitude to be at least one mile here the sun broke forth with all the majesty peculiar to our finest summer days and so suddenly a transition you may well imagine had a thrilling effect 
one cluster of clouds only remained above me their course i judged by the sun bore northwest and at a very short distance this gave me some uneasiness lest they should be charged with the electric fluid which by the established laws on this science might pass to my balloon in a few seconds however i was far above everything resembling a cloud here burst upon my sight one of the most imposing views i had ever beheld call it majestic splendid or sublime invoke a shakespeare's mind to describe or a painter's to portray it they and even thought must fail to conceive the rich downy softness and the white fleecy accumulation of clouds piled in waves as far as the eye could reach covering the earth and closing to my sight the land water and everything animate or inanimate that i had so long and often viewed with delight above me nothing but a clear cerulean expanse the golden sunbeams spreading over the vast ocean of clouds and extending through immensity of space where sight is bounded and from whence even thought returns unable to traverse the confines of the vast field beyond here was a scene sufficient for the writer to fill volumes and the painter to exhaust his skill in trying to delineate the infinitely delicate and mellow tints reaching to boundless extent imagine yourself in my situation with this sublime scene opening to your sight and you can conceive better than i can describe the sensations it would naturally produce i do not wish to convey any frightful ideas respecting the whole view yet you must not suppose it was all pleasure to me or that i was perfectly free from care i assure you gentlemen i felt some unpleasant anxieties from having too much ascensional power the information of those holding the car is the means by which i ascertain its buoyancy and owing to the surging effects of the wind on the balloon they were not able to ascertain the correct power i had resolved to start with a great ascensional force as the only plan to clear the garden with safety i found on swinging clear the balloon had a buoyancy of full forty pounds more than i had intended and my first care was to open the valve to counteract the upward tendency and except a few seconds to pass the dense cloud which appeared in the northwest i never closed the valve till i had been absent thirty-nine minutes from the earth when to my great gratification some scraps of tissue paper remained stationary in the horizontal line with the car these scraps i use as floats to throw in the air by them i can ascertain much sooner than by the barometer when i am rising or falling this first intimation of falling dispelled my anxieties and closing the valve i prepared to descend and leisurely lowered one anchor with two hundred or three hundred feet of cord though the heat increased the first six minutes the cold was now intense my flagstaff is of cedar and touching it to clear the anchor it had an icy coldness at a safe estimate i was now sixteen or seventeen thousand feet from the earth and i do not think the barometer would have given an altitude of nearer five than three miles but as i had left it below this is only an estimate while descending i had little else to do than to rest and refresh myself by rubbing my hands which were somewhat cut by the valve cord and benumbed with the cold 
i could now contemplate the scene around me and must say i regretted on nearing the earth to pass through the dense fog which had given me no very pleasant feeling on first passing through it and at six hours twenty-three minutes when i had descended to its upper surface hearing the roar of the surf i judged myself on the shore of the atlantic i examined my ballast which i considered rather a scant pattern to remain long suspended over the ocean and while revolving in my mind what i could best dispense with in case of necessity among which were my coat hat and one anchor and cable and even the car from below the first hoop to allow me a place to stand on i heard the cawing of some crows which again revived my spirits and at six thirty nine i heard some forest birds which left me no doubt i was over terra firma in one minute after i saw the earth i was then suspended over some trees and threw over a bag of ballast which broke the fall a little and carried me to a clear field where the anchor struck at six hours and forty-one minutes on the farm of r morris esq manor of fordham westchester county new york eleven miles from city hall three from hudson river and eight from long island sound the whole time that i remained in the air was one hour thirty-seven minutes one hour and thirteen minutes of which time i had sunshine with a perfectly clear sky four negroes from the farm of mr morris assisted me to fold the balloon which is not injured in the slightest degree i started for the city in a wagon and on approaching macomb's dam a heavy rain obliged me to put up at mr debeau's till morning when he took me to harlem and mr bradshaw sent me to the city where i arrived at castle garden at half-past nine o'clock after an absence of sixteen hours enjoying my usual good health and spirits end of a new york balloon ascension by charles f durant read by phil schempf